Welcome to Puritans Read, where we read aloud great Puritan works, authors, and biographies. Today, episode 55 of The Christian's Daily Walk by Henry Scudder. However, it is impossible for a notorious sinner, yea, for any sinner, by his own power or worth, to enter into the kingdom of heaven. Yet no, what is impossible with man is possible with God. Matthew nineteen twenty-six. Is anything too hard for the Lord? Genesis eighteen fourteen. He can alter and renew you and give you faith and repentance. He can make these things possible to you that believe. Yea, all things are possible to him that believes. Mark 9, 23. Yes, you will say, if I did believe, why, what if you do not believe? It is not hard with him. If you come to his means of faith, if you hearken to the precepts and promises of the word, and consider that the God of truth speaks in them, I say, it is not hard for him in the use of these means to cause you to believe. Wherefore, neither greatness of sin nor multitude of sins should, because of their greatness and multitude, make you utterly despair of salvation or fear damnation. When once you can believe or but will and desire to obey and believe Isaiah 119, the great cause of fear is past. I know if you never had sinned, you would not fear damnation. Now to a man whose sins are remitted, his sins, though sin dwell in him, Romans 7.20, are as if they were not or never had been, for they are blotted out of God's remembrance. I, even I am he, saith God, that blots out thy transgressions for my name's sake, and will not Remember thy sins. Isaiah 43:25. And who is like thee, saith the prophet, that pardons iniquities, etc.? He will have compassion upon us. He will subdue our iniquities and will cast all our sins into the bottom of the sea. Micah 7:18 and 19. A debt when it is paid by the surety, puts the principal out of debt, though he never paid a penny of it himself. The Holy Ghost speaks most comfortably, saying that God finds no sin in them whose sins are pardoned. Revelation 14.5 In those days, and at that time, saith the Lord, the iniquity of Israel shall be sought for, and there shall be none, and the sins of Judah, and they shall not be found. But how may this be? 
He gives the reason. For I will pardon them whom I reserve. Jeremiah one twenty. If you believe that God can pardon any sin, even the least, you have like reason to believe that God can pardon all, yea, the greatest. For if God can do anything, he can do everything, because he is infinite. He can as easily see, say, Thy sins are forgiven thee, all thy sins are forgiven thee, as to say, Rise and walk, Matthew 9, 5. He can as well save one that has been long dead, rotten, and stinking in his sin as one newly fallen into sin. For he can as easily say, Lazarus, come forth, John eleven forty three, as damsel, I say to thee, arise, Mark five forty one. Lastly, to make an end of removing this fear, I ask thee, who art troubled with the greatness of thy sins past and with fear that they can never be pardoned? How stand you affected to present sins? Do you hate and loathe them? Do you use what means you can to be free from them? Are you out of love with yourself and humbled because you have indulged them to God's dishonor and your own hurt? And do you resolve through faith in Christ Jesus to return from your evil ways? Ezekiel eighteen, twenty-one and 22, and to enter upon a holy course of life, if God shall please to enable you. And is it your hearty desire to have this grace to be able? And are you afraid? And have you now a care, lest you fall knowingly into sin? Then let Satan and a fearful heart Object what they can. You may say, though my sins have been great and heinous, for which I loathe myself and am ashamed, yet now I see that they were not only pardonable, but are already, through the rich mercy of God, pardoned. Ezekiel 36, 25 through 33. For these are signs of a new heart and a new mind. Now to whomsoever God gives the least measure of saving grace, to them has he first given pardon of sin and will yet abundantly pardon. For he saith, Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return to the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. Isaiah 55, 7. Section 3. Fears concerning not being elected removed. 
There are others who make no doubt of God's power. They believe he can forgive them, but they fear, yea, strongly conclude that he will not pardon them, and that because they are reprobates, as they say, for they see no signs of election, but much to the contrary. I answer these thus. When your consciences are first wounded with a sense of God's wrath for sin, it is very like that before you have believed and repented, you cannot discern any signs of God's favor, but of his anger. For as yet, you are not actually in a state of grace and in his favor. And oftentimes, after the Christian does believe, though there be always matter enough to give proof of his election, yet he cannot always see it. If you be in either of these states, suppose the worst, yet you have no reason to conclude that you are reprobates. It is true that God, before the foundation of the world, fully determined within himself whom to choose to salvation by grace, to which also he ordained them, and whom to pass by and leave in their sins, for which he determined in his just wrath to condemn them. But who these be is a secret, which even the elect themselves cannot know until they be effectually called, nay, nor being called until by some experience and proofs of their faith and holiness, they do understand the witness of the Spirit, which testifies to their spirits that they are the children of God and do make their calling and election which was always sure in God, sure to themselves. Second Peter 1, 5, 10. But in point of reprobation, namely, that God has passed them by to perish everlastingly in their wickedness, no man living can know it except he know that he has sinned the sin against the Holy Ghost, that unpardonable sin. For God calls men at all ages and times, some in their youth, some in their middle age, some in their old age. Yea, some have been called at their last hour. Luke 23, 42 and 43. Now, let it be granted that you cannot, by searching into yourselves, find the signs of effectual calling, which yet may be in you, though your dim eyes cannot perceive them. Nay, suppose that you are not yet effectually called. Here is no cause for you to utterly despair and say you are reprobates. How know you that God will not call you before you die. This concludes episode 55 of Henry Scudder's The Christian's Daily Walk.